Navigate the journey to becoming a great lawyer with expert guidance on topics that range from trial skills to corner office management. Here you will learn how to tap into your potential for legal greatness. I'm Andrew Smiley, and this is The Mentor, ESQ. So I'm really excited to be here with our debut episode. This is the very first episode of The Mentor, ESQ. I'm really excited about it. Happy to have you here to start this journey with me to talk about what it means to be a successful lawyer, to be a great lawyer, and how you become one. And hopefully I'm going to be able to share my story with you, what I've learned over the years to help you in your journey to become a great lawyer. What does that mean, right? What do we all think of when we think of a great lawyer? Well, it's really individual. Some people think that a great lawyer is a lawyer that has financial success, and that's what they want to become, a wealthy lawyer who uh, has a successful practice making lots of money. Other people strive to be the type of lawyer that's going to change the legal system, maybe change communities, change the world by making a difference, learning the law, changing the law. And that's, that's what it is to be a great lawyer, to find success. Many of us want to learn how to defend the defenseless and fight for those that can't fight for themselves. And that's the definition of a great lawyer, right? So we all have our own thoughts about the type of lawyer we want to be or the types of lawyers we aspire to be. And what I want to do is I want to help you to become that lawyer, that lawyer that you aspire to be. You may already be there and just not realize it. You may be starting off your law journey having just graduated law school. Maybe you're in law school, or maybe you've been practicing for 10 years, 15 or 20 years, and you're trying to find meaning in what it is that you do uh, by way of practicing the law. So there's, there's lots of ways you can tap into that and find success and find your own greatness. And uh, we're going to explore all those different ways throughout this podcast. That's what The Mentor is all about. And I hope to be that person to give you that guidance because I've been fortunate enough to grow up with a mentor. And I've learned a lot in my 20 plus years of practicing law that I feel I can share my stories and give back to the legal community and to other lawyers out there from the lessons that I've learned so that you can grow from them in the way that I have as well. I'd like to tell you a little bit about me, who I am, so you get a sense of where this information comes from. And throughout the podcast and the episodes that come, I'll share more and more information about me and think you'll learn a little bit more about who I am outside of the law, the type of person I am, and really how my life and my background and my growing up has all shaped the lawyer who I've become, really shaped the person who I've become. And I think that it's intertwined, right? It's the type of person you are is not distinct from the type of lawyer you are. It's really the better a person you are, I think the better a lawyer you are. And everything that's helped you grow as a person and all the experiences you've had in life is what can help you relate to other people that you're going to represent or other people that are in situations that you're working on in the, in the legal world. So currently, I am the managing partner of a family law firm called Smiley and Smiley, which is right here in Midtown Manhattan in New York City. 
The firm was founded back in 1968 by my father, Guy Smiley. And I went right into the practice of law, having graduated from law school in 1996. I went to Brooklyn Law School. Before that, I went to Tulane University in New Orleans. If you've ever been to New Orleans or if you've ever visited friends there, even during your college or high school years or as a grown-up, you know what that must be like. And, and I had a lot of fun in New Orleans before getting serious in law school. And before going off to college, I grew up in New Rochelle, New York, which is the suburbs of New York City. What was great about where I grew up in New Rochelle is it was really diverse. I had kids that I went to school with that were really wealthy. I had kids that I was in high school with from the projects. My town of New Rochelle is a pretty big city, so it was very diverse with all different makes and models of people and backgrounds. So, you know, my best friend in second grade was from the projects. And, you know, my best friend growing up was from my neighborhood where we used to ride our BMX bikes and our skateboards and we got into cars and girls and and going out to the movies and doing things that other high school kids did. But the relationships that I made in high school with all different types of people undoubtedly has helped me as I've gotten older as a lawyer, because in my line of work, I have to interact with all different types of people from different backgrounds and different socioeconomic status. And having had these friends from all different areas has really helped me in my abilities to work with them as a lawyer. So I practice in the field of personal injury law, which is accident law. Uh, My firm, that's all we do. We specialize in representing people that were seriously injured or families that have lost a loved one as a result of negligence or malpractice. We handle serious auto accidents, construction site accidents, as I said, medical malpractice cases, product liability cases. And I've been doing this straight out of law school for almost two decades now. When I was in law school at Brooklyn Law School, I was very involved with the moot court program there. And that was appellate arguments, which is when you uh, practice arguing appeals in front of other judges. Uh, But more importantly, for my line of work, I got involved with trial competitions and the trial team at moot court. And I was on the executive board of moot court where we oversaw the whole moot court program. And my specific role was working with the trial teams and those students in law school who wanted to try cases and they competed to get on the trial team. And then we entered into competitions with law schools from all over the country. And uh, you were given a problem, you practiced it, you learned how to present the case with opening statements and direct exams and cross-examinations and closing arguments. So as a law student, I actually coached my law school's trial teams. And we had a lot of success. We won our regional championships and we traveled to uh, national competitions. And I really enjoyed working with my colleagues. And for years to come, I stayed on as an instructor of law at Brooklyn Law School as the coach of the trial team. So I worked with the students. I would come in after work and on weekends and coach law students and teach them how to try cases and travel with them to the competitions. And I really enjoyed that part of teaching and giving back from what I'd learned about how to try a case. And I continued teaching trial law and trial skills, now not only to law students, but to other lawyers. And over the past two decades, 
I've presented at what are known as uh, CLEs or continuing legal education programs to other lawyers uh, on behalf of numerous legal organizations like the Brooklyn Bar Association, the New York County Lawyers Association, the New York State Trial Lawyers Association, the New York State Academy of Trial Lawyers. I even lecture for certain defense associations, the Defense Association of New York, give them a uh, plaintiff's perspective and lectured on everything that comes with trying a case, everything from jury selection to opening statements, cross-examination, summations. And I've taught other lawyers how to try cases. I've been doing that for many years now and taught other programs at CLEs. I've taught on product liability and medical malpractice litigation and working with experts and how to use demonstrative evidence and public speaking. So. Over these years, I've found a niche as far as educating other lawyers and law students, and I've really enjoyed it because not only am I helping other lawyers learn how to become better at certain skills, but I enjoy the process myself. I find that I'm always learning by teaching. And throughout the years, I've been in different organizations and I've risen through the ranks to become on board of directors and officers. I am the past president of the New York City Trial Lawyers Alliance, which is an 80-plus-year-old organization of plaintiff's lawyers and defense lawyers and judges here in New York City. And I started in that organization right out of law school. I took my father's board position and rose through the ranks to be a secretary and treasurer and vice president and president and then chairman of the board of governors. And I'm still very heavily involved in that organization here in New York City. I've also been very involved as a member of the board of directors and as a past president of the New York State Academy of Trial Lawyers. The New York State Academy of Trial Lawyers is a statewide legal organization with members throughout downstate New York, all of New York City, Long Island, Westchester County, and as you head north, Orange County, Rockland County, all the way up into the areas around Albany and Buffalo and Rochester. So I had the great fortune of being a president of the New York State Academy of Trial Lawyers and working with fine attorneys throughout the state of New York. Currently, this organization has 2,800 members statewide, and I'm currently very involved and active as a past president and a member of the board of directors. So through these organizations, I've come to learn a lot in working with my fellow attorneys and in being involved with all the programs that we put on year in and year out. And what I've also learned and received the benefit of is meeting other lawyers, other lawyers like myself. I'm 47 years old. I've met other lawyers my age. I meet younger lawyers and see what they're going through now. And I've met older lawyers, and I've learned so much from them. And I've mentioned my father. My father is my partner at Smiley & Smiley, who founded the firm. His name is Guy Smiley. And looking forward to introducing you to my father, who will join us as a guest on this podcast in future episodes. And my father, Guy Smiley, uh, is 80 years old. He'll be 81 this summer. He's still practicing law. And he's from what I like to call the old guard of trial lawyers, when he started off, he went to Columbia Law School. And when you want to try cases as a young lawyer, there really aren't too many areas of law that are available to you to get you into a courtroom. 
So you generally have to go into criminal practice where you will either be a prosecutor, a district attorney, a U.S. attorney, where you work on behalf of the government to prosecute bad guys, put them in jail, or you work on the defense side with a private firm that defends people charged with crimes or for legal aid society or the public defenders. So on the criminal side, that's how you get in the courtroom. And if you want to go into the civil side or what we call private practice, then generally it's personal injury law, the area that I practice, that gets you into the courtroom. Most other areas of civil litigation primarily don't get you into the courtroom. It's a lot of transactional work, paperwork, corporate work. And when my father graduated from Columbia Law School, he, unlike his classmates, was seeking a way to get into criminal, rather not criminal work, but uh, trial work. So instead of going into criminal work, he went into personal injury law while his colleagues went on to the big corporate law firms, the big firms you hear of these days, like Skadden Arps or Paul Weiss, where you have hundreds of lawyers now worldwide. His colleagues all went to firms like that, and he started in personal injury law. And when he started, there weren't as many trial lawyers or even personal injury lawyers as there are today. There was a handful of the prominent lawyers, and everybody knew them. And my father uh, started working for one of those prominent lawyers, a guy by the name of Harry Lipsick. And you'll hear about that in future episodes from my father. But my father learned from Harry Lipsick how to be a good trial lawyer and what was involved. And I, in turn, learned from my father. Growing up in a household with a trial lawyer as a dad and a wonderful person at that, my father to this day is not only one of the most accomplished and competent lawyers I've ever met, but one of the nicest people. He's just a kind man, a great, great person, one of my best friends. And that's why I work with him and because we get along so great. And I just, I love working with my dad, but I've learned so much from him growing up as a kid where your father's a trial lawyer and seeing what that's like, hearing stories at the dinner table or at the breakfast table, going with my dad to locations where accidents occur and him asking me, what do I think? Do I think that that sidewalk was defective? Would I think that that's a good case? What do I think about this intersection and where the lights are and whether the bushes are blocking people's views? And since I was a kid, he would take me around and introduce me to other lawyers. I'd go see him in court. I'd sit and watch his trials. I'd see how he interacted not only with his juries and the witnesses on the witness stand, but how he interacted with the judges, how he interacted with his adversaries outside of the courtroom as well as in the courtroom. And I just absorbed it all and I learned from it. And then as I worked in my father's law firm in law school, I also worked there some summers in college until ultimately going right into practicing with him. I've always observed and I've always learned from him and he's been my mentor. And I can't imagine how I would become the lawyer I am today without the benefit of having learned from my father from all those years of what it means to be a good lawyer or a great lawyer. And when I've met other lawyers over the years, other successful lawyers, other lawyers that have risen to prominence from not always easy backgrounds, but oftentimes they've come from difficult upbringings where they were the first in their family to go to higher education like college and then law school, where they fought the odds to come to where they've come to, to become successful. I've seen that one thing that many lawyers have in common, many successful lawyers have in common, is that they have also learned from others. 
they have benefited from another lawyer giving them guidance, giving them counsel. And there's a name for this type of lawyer that you can learn from. Sometimes it's referred to as having a rabbi, uh, but most often it's being a mentor. It's having a mentor. And most successful lawyers will tell you that they have had a mentor. And mentors come in different shapes and sizes and in different ways. Most people sort of fall into a mentor. Many times it'll be uh, the first lawyer that they work for as an employer, or they'll work for a big firm and it'll be that one partner that takes them under a wing in their group. Or maybe it'll even be a professor in law school that they learned from, or a judge who they clerked for, or a family member, like I was fortunate enough to have, if not a, a father or a mother, maybe an uncle or a cousin who gave them guidance and, and told them what to do. Many lawyers have learned just from being in a courthouse. There are lawyers that all they do is try cases or just practice in the courthouses, covering conferences, covering cases. And they'll sit there and they'll watch lawyers on trial and they'll learn from those lawyers. So there's all types of mentors out there. And there's so many lawyers out there with stories, with experiences, uh, with wisdom. And that's what we as fellow lawyers learn from to become better. And that's what I hope to share with you. I've learned a lot in practicing for you know 23 years now. And I've seen the practice of law from a really interesting position. As a child growing up, seeing lawyers who are now in their 80s and older, seeing how they practice law, seeing how I practiced as a young lawyer, and now seeing how the new lawyers are practicing and how the legal landscape has changed. You know, the world's changed so dramatically in the last 20 years, 30 years, and how we as lawyers have changed in our profession. I didn't have podcasts to listen to coming out of law school. I didn't even have the internet or an iPhone, right, to look things up quickly or to be able to scan documents with my phone in court. You know, my father tells a story about how he would have to type things up on a typewriter with carbon copies and make sure they didn't get things wrong and didn't have the ability to go onto a computer with Word documents. So we're always, we're always developing and changing in the legal field and what we do. And, and it's just amazing how we can learn from the people who have come before us. And it's not just from successes that we learn. You know, lawyers like to tell stories. We all have what we call war stories where we talk about, wow, that day in that trial and I beat that witness up uh, on the witness stand and I'll never forget when I got that verdict and how wonderful that was. So it's great to share success stories, but almost as importantly is learning about how to handle loss. So... I've seen a lot of it. I've tried cases. I've gotten million-dollar verdicts. I've gotten million-dollar settlements. I've won cases, but I've lost cases too. And losing stinks, and it's tough. And it's hard to get over a loss at trial. Because as a trial lawyer, what we do is we put our heart and soul into a case and on behalf of our clients. And there's never a doubt that we're going to win. That's what we do. We win. We win for our clients. So when we put everything we have into a trial and we deliver our closing arguments and we don't look down at a note and we get jurors to have tears in their eyes and we engage them and we explain to them why they should come in for our client and then the jury comes back and you don't win and your client doesn't get anything and you get sent home, bags packed, 
out of all the money you invested in the case and all the effort and all the years that you've built it up, that's tough too, right? So it's important to know that that happens and you're not alone and not to worry. It's just part of the learning process. I've had cases, my successes have been on the cover of the New York Post. I had a case that I won that was the talk of New York City for a week when my client who was intoxicated got run over by a subway train and I got a big verdict for him. I was even in a political cartoon in the Post where it was me as a caricature coming out of the courthouse steps. So that was pretty cool and pretty interesting. But you know that case took some interesting twists and turns on its way up to the Court of Appeals before it finally got resolved. I learned from that as well. So that's what this podcast is all about. It's about me sharing with you what I've learned to help you tap into your inner greatness. I plan on having some really interesting guests join the podcast. I have some great colleagues and friends out there that practice in different areas of law, that have different roads and paths and journeys they've taken to get to where they've come from. I hope to bring in guests to give you different perspectives of what it's like to be a female lawyer or a Latina lawyer or a black lawyer or a gay lawyer, to come from nothing, to come from law royalty. There's so many lawyers out there that have had their different journeys and different experiences. And by all of us sharing with you what we've learned along the way, that will help you tap into your inner greatness on your journey, wherever you are along that path to becoming a great lawyer and to gaining success. And along the way, we're going to talk about skills as well. I'm going to share with you my lessons from the courtroom. I'm going to teach you, if you'd like to learn it, there will be episodes on how to pick a jury, on how to deliver an opening statement, on how to cross-examine witnesses and give direct examinations, and how to actually prepare a summation and deliver that. So you're going to get some skills in this podcast as well on different areas of how to try a case, on how to market your practice. Many of you are going to be starting your own law firm and law practice. Perhaps you've had enough of working for others. You're ready to take the plunge and you want to start your own firm. I'll let you know what's involved in running a law firm. I've been the managing partner of my law firm now for about 15 years and I've learned everything that goes into hiring lawyers and staff and staffing issues and what you have to be concerned about as an employer of lawyers and things involved with getting lines of credit and payroll and marketing and budgets. And I'm going to share with you what I've learned about that. So when you're ready to take that on and start your own firm and build your own practice, I can help guide you there as well. And you'll learn little bits and pieces about me. You'll learn why I have hip-hop music that is an intro and outro in my podcast and what I like to do when I'm not practicing law. And it's important for all of us as lawyers to have a, an escape, a reprieve, something we like to do outside of the legal world that brings us joy and also helps shape us as lawyers. And so I look forward to sharing bits and pieces of myself with you along this journey. So hopefully you'll continue to tune in and we'll get to know each other in future podcasts and you'll see things about yourself that you didn't know and learn how to tap into your potential for greatness. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode 
of The Mentor. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Mentor ESQ. If you enjoyed it, I'd extremely appreciate a review and rating. And if you would be kind enough to share my podcast with your friends, colleagues, and classmates. I'm Andrew Smiley, and this is The Mentor ESQ.